All right. We are a happening. Yes, we are. We are a happening. Welcome to Tanya today. I'm Rabbi Ronnie Fine coming to you from Chabad Zurich and Kadesh in Montreal, Canada. Where it's a privilege and a pleasure to share with you the Tanya. A good Chodesh, everybody. A good month. A wonderful month. The month of Sivan. Wow. Do you remember 3,334 years ago? The Jewish people, they all came to the foot of Mount Sinai as one person with one heart. We're going to redo that. Re, re, redo that now. <laughs> all of us. Welcome, welcome, Terrence, TJ in Australia. Good evening. Tim is with us in Texas, Boca Tov. Rusty also in Texas. We've got some Texans with us. Yes, and our, and our uh, prayers and thoughts go out to those in Texas and, and all around to the, uh, to the children in particular. Pakistan we have with us, Shalom to Maria. Adam is in Indonesia. And uh, Robert in Boston. Nothing, you know, just around the corner compared to Indonesia. Diane. Few, a few corners around that in Arizona. Lori. Good morning, Lori. We're with us all the way in North Carolina. Michael in Germany, Shalom. Jan is with us in Mexico. Leah. Good morning to you in Florida. Alisheva in Tennessee. Welcome. William is with us in South Korea. Denise is in New Jersey. Now, look at that. We have two Denises, one after the other. The one in New Jersey and one in Israel. Wow. Welcome from the Holy Land. And then we have, <laughs> she's three Denises in a row, but Davida. <laughs> look at that. Uh, divinely orchestrated. Yes. In New York, we have Davida and Liba. Joyous Chaydish Tov. Zindagi, oh la la, I'm sure I got that wrong. Rebecca, even better. Okay. 
and uh, Daphne in South Carolina, Annie is in Costa Rica with us, Joseph in New Jersey, Eugenia is in Calgary, Usher in Tennessee, together with Ova, beautiful arena in, in Colorado, Bokertov, uh, Luz in, not certain where, but it's, uh, I guess good evening, Stavan in Dallas, Texas, Shirley, welcome. Um, who else? Ben, Shalom, Liz in Boca Raton, Boca Raton, Natasha is with us in Pakistan, two in Pakistan today. And then we have in the Philippines, Pank, welcome. Consula is in a rainy part of the world. <laughs> Julia, uh you're in pennsylvania now on the road heading from florida to your new home in somerset pennsylvania okay okay beautiful uh, uh louise i don't know if it's louise it's pronounced right um is in brazil jay David in California, June is in Australia, Golda, oh, welcome back, Golda, Chodesh Tov, Wim in Belgium. We have with us uh, Clubhouse, Bachi, Vilma, Marcy, Benjamin, Rachel, uh, Michael, Adam, Eliana, Rose, beautiful, Instagrammers, we have with us Acclaim Peru, we have uh, a yard, a yardy party. <laughs> we have Rachel in South Carolina. We have Yantel Telebenta. We have Carmen, Crystalline in Australia, Bela, and others joining us. Okay. Continuing a 52nd chapter, very small brief classes to bring out where is the presence of God. So the essence of God is everywhere. Equally higher worlds, lower worlds, there's no distinction to the Ain Saif. There is distinction when it comes to the ray of light that comes. Now, the ray of light, higher world be less of a um, garment that is concealing the light. And the lower world means there's more contraction, more conceal concealment of the light. And therefore, that's what makes physical world a physical world, because the light is so concealed that we can see things like a rock and think that they are not alive. And vibrate with the word of God that animates it. We can have that perspective. Not so in the spiritual realm. There's nothing there inanimate. Everything's alive and vibrant and aware of its source. Some more, some less. Higher angels, lower angels, greater souls, lesser souls, and so on and so forth. 
But there's the in-between. How do you get from the essence of God to an eye that can see, an ear that can hear is the ray of light in the soul, meaning that there's a rock down here, a human being up here, souls up here, you know, the, the greater and the higher and the lower. That is, in the metaphor, we have the brain of where there is the first place of the revelation of that essence of the soul is in the brain in an undiluted, undiffused manner. And in creation, that is malchus. That is a manifestation of the ensoif by way of, of the divine intelligence. It is the full-fledged manifestation, as we explained yesterday at great length, this constant of the divine presence. It's called Shekhinah, therefore. It's like the sun. Yeah, the essence of God is beyond a sun. The sun is already, hey, the undiluted, undiffused revelation of the essence of God, of Ain Saif. Again, metaphorically, the sun. From there, we need the rays of light that now that the Malchus needs to, to um, come down. And this is where the challenge is. This is where the difficulty is. Because the ray of sun is so the sun is so powerful that if it's the the creative force, the word of God, as the king rules with his word, it is going to be too powerful. So it needs to be what we call in a garment. A garment, you know, covers up in order that the ray shouldn't be so powerful in order that we shouldn't be nullified and become like a ray of light within the sun. Because we can't get directly from the Shrina, from the divine presence of God. Right? Why? Again. Because it's too powerful of a light. So it needs to have a garment that now, so what's that garment? And what's that garment that's going to be the protective? It's almost like the ozone layer is the protective, you know, part of the sun, you know, that we are uh, not, you know, being burnt away by the sun. But even the ozone layer, we're still 93 million miles away, so... But imagine the sun, the Shekhinah, is what's responsible for the creation of everything. Malchus Vatsilus, the word of, which is the word of God. How is it that it is now not, um, how is it allowing us to be, to be created? That we'll be able to conceal the Shekhinah, the Divine Presence. Because otherwise, if it wasn't concealed, it would be completely nullified within its light. So Altair explains that's by the Divine Will and Wisdom of God that it serves as a garment. And what is that Divine Will and, will and Wisdom? It's Torah and Mitzvahs that are revealed to us, in a, to us down here. 
because Torah issues from the wisdom of God, Chachma, Ilah, supernal wisdom, right, which is Chachma Batilus. And it is immeasurably higher than the Shechina, because the Shechina is the tenth level, Malchus of Atzilus. Chachma is the first, so it's greater. And God's wisdom, which is in, in his Torah, is one with God. Is one with God. And this wisdom is so is one with God. Therefore, it is, we say that he is wise, but not with a noble wisdom. Because our wisdom is not like his wisdom. It's not like, like we get to know it through that. So, well, then it becomes the question, though, if this serves as a garment because it's greater, so therefore it has the force. Now, since it's greater, and it has to be something greater in order to be able to uh, serve as a garment to conceal, right? In other words, it's not something lesser that's concealing, it's something of a greater power that is concealing. So we're saying that it is the Torah and mitzvahs, which is the divine will and wisdom of God. But then that becomes a problem. If it's greater than even the Shekhinah, the divine presence of God, so then if that is the garment that is containing that power of the Shekhinah, that is too powerful for us, you know, that, uh, that we would be through it created, well then if this is even greater than that, then why are we not through the act of creation being nullified by this power of Torah and Mitzvahs that is, again, the divine will and wisdom of God that's even greater than the Shechina of the Malchus of Atzilus. I hope that question is clear. So the Altenev explains that it's only because the supernal wisdom of Torah has descended by obscuring gradations from higher to lower that it comes down into this world and it's clothed in material things, which are the 613 commandments. So it's, it's, it's enclosed in a lulav and a tefillin in the mitzvah of tzedakah that you're doing with a physical coin. So even though it's got such a power, but it's in the physical reality, so therefore it has been contracted and it's obscuring its power and therefore can serve as a garment in the act of creation to be a garment to conceal the presence of God in the act of creation. Let's try to unpack this a bit. It's something powerful over here. God's create. We're, we're trying to understand God's presence. That's where we're trying to go with this. And it's a slow process <laughs> of uh, each day a small little tidbit we're getting of knowledge. The tidbit today in understanding where is the presence of God today? Where is it in general in the world? So the essence of God is everywhere equally. But that's not presence. That's concealed, presence means. 
something that is there that you're aware of, that you can be aware of, that you can be conscious of. The essence of God, the insight, beyond. Okay? Then we have as God, is a minimal ray of light in this world that makes a stone a stone. It's so reduced that light, so concealed that we look at the rock and we think it's not alive. So you don't say the presence of God is there. Is God there? Of course, of course it is. But presence means in its power. In its, you know, revealed manner. So where is it above, in the spiritual world? Where is it coming from? That presence is going to come through Malchus of Atzilus, that is a manifestation. As we called it the world, the world of revelation. We called it the Queen. We called it the Nether Mother. We called it Shrina, divine presence. Right, divine presence. You don't need to pay attention to everybody what they're right. Pay attention to the teachings of Tanya. That's more important. So, that presence is going to come the way the presence is above. So it's going to filter down here. Malchus Vatsilus, that now, so the difficulty with Malchus Vatsilus, and where, how do we understand the process of how that presence is going to be down here? So, being that it is like the ray, it's like the sun, not the ray of light, but the sun itself. From that sun, how are you going to get now a presence of God down here? Well, you can't have it because that sun is too powerful to be present here because it will nullify us. We'll be consumed in that sun being a ray of light within the sun. So it needs something in the process on how it's the creative power to 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 create me, you, a world, worlds. And it needs to be a garment to conceal it. What is that garment? What is it? Something that's greater than it that can be a force that can contain it, conceal it. That's the divine will and wisdom of God, which is Torah mitzvahs. But then it becomes greater. If it's greater, then how can I have that power concealing it? Isn't it going to be even greater than the sun then? Which Torah mitzvahs is greater than the sun. So then isn't that going to be, if that's the power of God that's the energy of God that is a creative force, and isn't that going to burn us up, so to speak, or nullify us, that we're like nothing? So the answer is, because it's Torah mitzvahs the way it's in the physical reality of this world, that power of the will and wisdom of God is in the physical reality, and it's obscuring, ultimately. It's clothed in it. 
So therefore, it can be the power of containment, of concealment of the divine presence of God. One side note about this is, as we explained actually yesterday, but now it brings out it even more so, as we understand how Torah mitzvahs is the filter that the presence of God and the power of God to create, and here we're talking about the presence of God as the power of creation, is filtered through Torah mitzvahs, funneled through Torah mitzvahs, meaning that the vitality of this world is through Torah mitzvahs, and physical vitality, and hence, when I had a bad back in many years, over 30 years ago, I was flat on my back for two weeks. And when I, and I wrote to the Rebbe asking for a bracha, the Rebbe told me to check my tefillin mezuzahs. Oddly enough, I had just checked them three months earlier. But the Rebbe says to check them, you know what you do? Check them. Took to a different scribe and found problems with some of my mezuzahs. Got them fixed. Guess what? My back got very much better. Now, what is healing got to do with the mitzvah? Well, because it's the life force of God that is the Shekhinah, the divine presence, the word of God. It comes from Malchus of Atzilus, that is garmented, a garment over here that we said, right, of the divine will and wisdom of God, which is Torah mitzvahs. So it is, so to speak, filtered or funneled through Torah mitzvahs. So Torah mitzvahs is going to be the life force of everything in creation, since it's filtered through it. So therefore, check your tefillin mezuzahs, and that will bring you physical healing, because the actually physical healing comes from God. It'll be funneled through the Word of God via the Torah mitzvahs into this world and bring new divine energy that will be a healing energy rather than flying on my back for two weeks. Just to bring out that idea, which is very powerful. Questions, comments, thoughts? Davida has a question. I think you're going to have to ask it again. because Oh, no, I see it here. Is this why there was a curtain in the Holy of Holies? Very good, you're right. The curtain was a divider. What's a curtain do? It divides between one level of holiness and another level of holiness. So that represents that idea. Very good, Davida. Yes, absolutely correct. Laurie, how was God revealed in the world before the Torah was given? Well, through the patriarchs. So then it was revealed in a way that human beings could strive to become as humanly great and capable as possible. That's what happened. 
now we can become divine not just great in human capacity but far and above and beyond that Michael please share divine light and when it's not uh, filtered the reason why um, when it's too strong why Aaron's uh, son died yeah that would yeah that's why in the Holy of Holies it ties in with uh, Denise's uh, Davida's uh, uh, question the curtain between the Holy and the Holy of Holies because that's a greater degree of light that is illuminating in the Holy of Holies, and uh, if that light, if it's a light not meant for you, so then it becomes uh, something that, you know, it's destructive. Yeah, exactly. Very true. Um, Rachel has a question. When we study Torah and do mitzvahs, does the Divine Presence help uh, or allow us to have understanding beyond the average human level? Oh, that's no doubt about that, for sure. But we're going to see where we're going with this. But yes, absolutely true. Um, very true. Tyler, or I think, does evil exist because God's contraction emptied space for it? Exactly. Evil exists because God contracts himself to such a degree that they're seemingly, just like in the rock, we feel it's inanimate and it's not, uh, it's not alive. It is alive with the word of God that's animating it every single moment, something from nothing. It's pulsating with the word of God, something from nothing every moment. Um, so evil means that we don't recognize and we feel that there's an absence of God and therefore there's a space for me being outside of God or something being anything being outside of God that by definition is evil. Excellent question. All right, folks. I just remind you, I'm going to open up in about five. I'll open up right away, but I won't, we won't start right away. Um, Rambam. We do Rambam every single um, day after Tanya. And uh, we're starting actually the laws of um, of idolatry, what is considered idolatry. Um and I invite you all to come join on Zoom. 770-770-6085 is the Zoom address. Um, hold on. That's what it is. And... Um, Hold on. I'm putting it up on Facebook. Just put it up so you can come. It's a direct link. Um, 
can't do that if someone can do that on instagram give a direct link that's amazing so you can come and join i'm going to open up in a few moments in any case most importantly a good hoidish to everybody we'll continue with our questions and everything uh, god willing I'm Rabbi Ronnie Fine, coming to you for Chabad Zichon Kedesh in Montreal, Canada. It's a privilege and a pleasure to share with you the Tanya. Have a wonderful day, a good Chaydish, and all good things. Thank you, Rabbi Fine. Thank you. Oops. Thank you, folks. Come and join us.